0: Welcome back to the pod. I'm so glad you decided to jump back in today with me. We're going to talk about Russia. And there was some, like, assassination that happened. I don't know much about it. We got a guy here who's going to fill us in. But as always, I appreciate this this time with you. This tribe of awake people means so much to me. If you're not on my app yet, I'd love to hang out with you there, get to know you, put a face to a name. You can search my name in the App Store or go to my website, kidcarson.com. You can leave a comment there question about this episode, or even tune in for live shows. And of course, meet the rest of my awake community. Come on, we are power in numbers. Shout out to my friends at ZStack. I'm proud to be an affiliate of Z invented by the world famous Dr. Zelenko. Rest in peace. As we move into the fall flu season. It's a great way to stay healthy the natural way. And I was real lucky enough to interview Dr. Zelenko before we passed episode 28. If you scroll back, You'll find that episode. If you don't know his story, oh my God, it will shake you awake. Guarantee it, you'll want to try his product after meeting the man himself. Visit zstack.ca slash kid so they know I sent you. Plus, you'll get a discount for using that link too. Okay, let's get to it. Rick Thomas has been on the front lines of the freedom movement in Vancouver since day one. He's well known in the freedom fighting community. He's an author and he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this geopolitical stuff. So let's jump right in. I'm excited about this conversation, Rick. Cool, dude. Handshake. <laughs> right. It's great to meet in person. Yeah, I can't remember which episode you were on, but uh, way back, at the, way the, back in the beginning when you were just getting rolling, when I was still sitting on a, a pile of my kids' Lego <laughs> in our <laughs> little <sounds> inner,
1: painful <laughs> in their playroom,
0: um, and you've brought your friend here with you, Maria. Yeah, Are you guys a couple, or is that being yes. presumptuous? That's not
1: presumptuous. Okay. Yes. Good. Let's make a cute couple, we're, by the way. Thank, thank you. Very Appreciate good. that. Okay. Yeah, we're partners in crime.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're here to talk about some things that transpired in Russia. Um, you sent me a message, and I just thought, this sounds big. Yes, it's and huge. And I don't understand it, which is, right. that's why I go, oh, thank God, I know people like Rick to <laughs> so explain things in a simple way. What's just transpired? There's been an assassination, and I'll just hand it over to you.
1: Okay, so uh, over what was, three four days ago, the daughter of alexander dugan daria dugan was assassinated in a car bomb about 20 kilometers outside of moscow now the it was um the bomb where they were both supposed to be in the car at the last minute alexander changed his mind they were at some festival and he changed his mind went with somebody else so she got in the car drove off kaboom he watched it there's a photograph of him with his hands on his head he's just absolutely blown literally his mind is blown oh. as he just watched his daughter explode and to a ball of flames. Um, so it's like James Bond shit, James Bond shit. Yeah. yeah. So what does this all mean? Like why? And, and okay. So Alexander Dugan is a philosopher. So why are they blowing up a philosopher of all the people to target? Why did they pick him? There's like a tons of targets. they could have, you know, why don't they assassinate Putin or, or Sergei Lav- Lavrov, the, you know, Mm-hmm. So but they they went after him because he is a direct existential threat to the uh sh- the the world economic forum the davos club the globalists the neoliberal uh american nato order um he has written about 60 books um the two main ones probably are found, foundation of geopolitics is a 600 page tome that is a textbook now for American or sorry, Russian uh, military institutions. So this is how influential he is in Russia. He's uh, a foreign policy, political philosopher, and uh, he has come up with this very different view, political view, ideological view of the world. Uh, A part of it's called the fourth political theory, which he talks about. The other three theories are communism, fascism and capitalism. And he says, this is all these three uh, models aren't working. A, a capitalist, neoliberal model of uh, the West is failing. Look what it's producing. It's producing this mega uh, empire, of the new world order, world economic forum of uh, monopoly, corporate capitalism. Yeah.
0: And what's his called?
1: Fourth political theory. So Fourth political theory. theory. Yeah. Okay. So you can find that uh, uh, book. He's, he's online. Uh, quite a bit on youtube lots of videos and interviews he speaks five languages he's very smart guy. There's no way around it so he is very anti-globalist uh he's anti-atlanticist atlanticist meaning the uh north america european uh group of thinking he's very anti-liberal he's anti-modernity he's he's kind of a pre-modern before the enlightenment philosopher he's because uh, he thinks because the enlightenment turned us philosophically into materialism you know very mm. secular uh humanism atheism so our legacy media would probably paint this guy as oh i hate him like, like, like oh he's my god they hate him public enemy number one. Oh, you have no idea the amount of vitriol uh, against this guy all over if you start digging into him you see the 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 articles written by him by mainstream media because they've been following him too and he's he is there's a reason he was killed obviously he's influential hugely influential and it um, why is this important for our movement because the elites just made a huge mistake they made a big blunder here they should have killed him like that was the target if they killed him he's gone he's out of the way but they screwed up they killed his daughter, which really makes them look nasty. Of course they are nasty. I mean,
0: look what happened to John Wick. He just killed his dog. <laughs>
1: I don't know if you know John Wick. but <laughs> I don't know, but don't know. it was sorry a Hollywood his, reference.
0: Sorry about his dog. You, t- you don't want to kill someone's family member. Especially you don't want, want to daughter. kill his oh.
1: daughter. She's very, she's very pretty, bright. Uh, she's also activist. She's uh, political. Um, and so he's still alive. <laughs> so uh, his telegram group has exploded with people joining it so all they have done is created more awareness for him uh galvanized uh hatred against the globalists right in the middle of this ukraine conflict so it's completely backfired on them and i think the repercussions are huge because there be so much anger uh, uh because of this incident
0: so um, who would have killed him
1: well, okay, so the oh, sorry, his daughter, his daughter. So the um, uh, Russian FSB have already tracked down uh, the person who did it, which was uh, if I have her name here um, somewhere. I wrote it down here anyway. They 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 already have it. Uh, Natalie Vork, as a Ukrainian-born uh, nationalist who uh, used hired rented a, a, a Mini Cooper. Uh, to spy on Daria. So they've been spying on them for a while and planted the bomb and then she escaped into Estonia. Hmm. So they've already figured out who did it. So, okay, now who is she? Most likely she is uh, Ukrainian Secret Service or NATO. Someone connected to NATO would be the most likely uh, candidate. It would make, you know, more sense seeing as he's, you know, a big pain in their in the rear for them. Mm -hmm. So
0: this whole thing is really interesting because, uh, or people, let's say someone stumbles across this podcast and they normally watch legacy news and yes. they are totally into the narrative that, you know, right. That the war is something different than maybe what it really oh, is. Oh,
1: completely. They, uh, the, the mainstream media is actually blaming Russia mm. that Russia, Russians killed her. As, <laughs> yeah, okay, wow. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So
0: you look on regular social media, people around town or across Canada, it's the narrative is big They're, bad Russia. Attacking little Ukraine, and then it just spills off in every direction from that
1: middle piece. That's not what's happening. It's not what's happening at all. What's happening is really goes back to 1990 uh, when East and West and East Germany were reunified, and the deal that the United States NATO uh, made with Gorbachev uh, when uh, James Baker and um, said basically to Gorbachev, "We will not uh, expand NATO." one inch more east that was a famous word not not one more inch east so they would that was the deal so uh, russia will withdraw from east germany it will be reunified uh, one nation but no more nato but that's been completely broken uh in 10 years later 1999, three 1999 uh three more countries were added and then 2004 there's another eight countries so we have like massive expansion of nato And these countries are all in a rim around the uh, Western border of Russia have, you know, when you're part of NATO, that means NATO troops, means uh, American weapons, missiles. So from a Russian perspective,
0: the the quote unquote enemy is growing slowly around them.
1: Right right? on their borders. As Putin says, we cannot retreat any further into our own borders, Mm. right? You're right here. Now you're uh, trying to put NATO into Ukraine. And that was the line in the sand. Uh, Putin warned them for months trying to come up with diplomatic solution, you need to guarantee our security, which means no, we won't put NATO into Ukraine. So uh, in 2014, uh, the second piece of the history is 2014, uh, the CIA, American CIA orchestrated a coup in the Ukraine, the Madden uh, Color Revolution, which was an orchestrated event under the um, Directorship of Deputy Secretary Victoria Newland, you know, was nicknamed Newlandistan. Mm. Right. So um, they uh, got rid of the democratically elected pro Russian Ukrainian prime minister and put in their own puppet. And, you know, Zelensky is uh, obviously a puppet. Uh, you know, he's a Trudeau, he's a, a comedian, dancer. This guy has no skills or abilities just like our own prime minister cannot could not run a a, a lunch yeah. bag never mind a country yeah so. he was an actor
0: like an, an actual actor. An actual an, actor. An actual he was actor. A tv he was a tv, a TV actor, actor. <laughs>
1: yes exactly not even a very good
0: one you know it's just oh my god please mr Dresser. is that clip true the, the i've seen memes of uh him dancing like in a leather outfit yeah in a music video is that really it's, him is <laughs>
1: really him like, that's who he is he's a former comedian dancer actor Entertainer. Wow. wow, crazy. Um, and so in Ukraine is
0: like, there's a lot of stuff that happens in Ukraine, right? That yes. um apparently bioweapons labs in there and right th- so, that are run so, by the US.
1: Yeah, there's like 30 bioweapon labs. There's all kinds of stuff. America has definitely put a foothold into Ukraine because uh, for a long time. For a long time, uh, because Ukraine is very key in uh taking over the world, getting back to geopolitics. Is that um, uh, you really need to control to control Russia? You need to control the Ukraine. Donbass is called the heart of Russia because it's the hub of resources, uh, uh, rail, uh, um, roads. Everything is in the Donbass, which is why they're in there getting rid of um, the the neo-Nazi uh, Azov battalions. That's the other thing. Here is the the most bizarre thing is uh a li- liberal left wing americans are supporting this uh um, uh nazi uh infiltrated uh ukrainian military they've been uh, the azov uh, battalions in ukraine are, are literal nazis they're not even just pseudo nazis or fascists they're Zekhail they got the um, you know the the uh, a reconfigured swastika they're they're total Nazis and they they are embedded in the um, Ukrainian military so if you listen to the Western media oh Russia's losing the war that's why it's taking so long they're getting their butts kicked blah 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 and but the reality is uh, the Russian military according to uh, Ukraine's own statistics has have, have already killed over 250,000. Uh, or wounded uh, 250,000 Ukrainian soldiers compared to about 15,000 Russians have been mm. killed or wounded. Mm. So it's and a, there's also like some American politicians who funnel money through Ukraine. I've heard oh, that. I've oh, heard trafficking. Oh, massive, massive money going in there into the, the oil, into the region. You know, uh, there's no coincidence that uh, Hunter Biden was there getting a $50,000 a month salary to be on the board of directors of some oil company. Mm uh because you know he's a big player they want to make connections there it's this is just a long long term uh part of the western american nato uh, uh strategy for world dominance mm. it's amazing if you just watch cbc or anything yes. you, you see a totally different story it's a completely different story. Yeah. so somebody's lying yeah so it's i mean it's up to you to decide but the the evidence is all there it's just the mainstream media the way they do things brainwashes people, hypnotizes people and prevents them from looking because they brand anybody else. They're very, in a way they're successful at, at branding the enemy, conspiracy theorists or anybody else in, in a very, very negative way.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, if you don't like to wear a mask, it means you're a racist. That's yeah. it, yeah, that's right. If you disagree with
1: anything we say, you're a racist. Yes. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's just oh, like they got the, the one card answer.
0: Okay, so Rick, this assassination has happened. Yes. Um, they meant to get the dad, they ended up getting the daughter. Right. So now what?
1: Russia is going to finish it's a, uh, uh, demilitarization of the Ukraine. They're going to neuter the Ukraine, re- destroy, uh, a- anyone who's going to fight them. They've Russians even said this very clearly. If you fight us, we're going to kill you. We're not, if you fight us, we're not going to take prisoners. You're dead. If mm. you surrender, you know, fine. You can we'll take you prisoners or you can run away, whatever you want. Uh, So Zelensky is going to be deposed sooner or later, most likely by Ukrainians they're just going to get rid of this guy, and he is either going to have to go into exile, or uh, take the the 75 uh, cent solution as scott Ritter, you look up uh, scott Ritter. he's a good uh, analyst to follow which is basically a bullet okay okay (laughs) the The 75 cent solution that's what he called it so you think ukrainians are they in support of what's well ukrainians are are somewhat divided because they're half uh, russian uh speaking people like ukraine has always been sort of a semi-reluctant part of russia Mm. you know maybe comparable i wouldn't say quebec but i'm trying to th- think of a better comparison you know we're yeah oh yeah we're part yeah. of we're part of uh we're kind of a different culture but we're the same culture and do they know like we
0: know our trudeau is a puppet yes do they know that they Z- is a is a puppet I would,
1: I would think the same as here some know some don't know you know yeah. because you know they have they have media there that you know wants to push this as a russian invasion and i'm sure there's uh many ukrainians who don't want to be part of russia and there's some that do Um, like yeah one of the things that was suggested that putin's strategy is going to be is to split ukraine in half to an east and a west the east will be will actually reintegrate it into russia which would include the donbass region and kiev that's the area they want anyway Mm. and then the other western half will just you know, be part of Europe still.
0: The the vanguards of the world controlling 90% of the media. Yes. Uh, in, on the planet. Yes. Yeah, they're in all the countries telling whatever version of the story that they want. That's right. So yeah. that people don't even know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. So how do you think this will, so you think that this will Um. give any other ideas of how this is going to roll out over the next couple of months?
1: There's no, it's not really uh, possible. Well, I shouldn't say not really the, the, the Western Uh, elites might just be insane enough to escalate the war, but they can't win. There's, there's no way to win this war. It's a crazy war for them to push Russia into this corner, Mm. uh, because if they start putting their own troops into, uh, Ukraine, then it's all bets are off. And, uh, Russia has hypersonic missiles.
0: Yeah. A suicide mission.
1: There's, there's no, there's no defense. The, um, nobody has any defense against hypersonic missiles. They could uh, vaporize, you know, all of Europe and North America in t- twenty minutes, and there'd be nothing God. they could do about it. I mean, it's just and they, Russia knows it. The Americans know it. Uh, there was a Pentagon study done where they went through eighteen scenarios, of different, uh, of ways they might be able to, and they said there's no way to win.
2: Hmm. This
1: is the Pentagon's own strategy, saying no, we can't win. So interesting. It's, so they. They're going to have to back down, Henry Kissinger at, at Davos. uh This was maybe two months ago. Said uh, you're going to have to concede the territory to Russia, the Ukrainian territory. You're going to have to concede. So this is Henry Kissinger telling them, <laughs> you can't do this. So Ukraine will just become a part of Russia. Yeah, probably the East, yeah. eastern Ukraine at least. That seems to be what commentators are. You know, are of saying. course, Putin's not coming out and saying it. He's a very cagey card player. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Doesn't put his cards on the table. I I think the uh, Western elites have met their match in Vladimir Putin. He's just way too crafty, and his foreign minister Sergei Lavrov is also very sharp guy. Uh, They know how to play the game. The Western elites uh, they they come across, and I think we have this over. We overestimate how like they are smart. They're well educated, but they're also kind of blockheads. They're they've got this. boxy way of thinking about things that they can't seem to get out of. And this is, I think, a a cultural thing, not just uh, especially Americans who are been isolated in America for 250 years in this little continent that's done so well. And, you know, there's nothing. There's America and there's nothing else. Right. This this is why Dugan is against this unipolar hegemonic one. It's 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 no. uh, a coincidence that their symbol is an eye, a one eye, because they have a very singular uh, vision of the world. Uh, um, you know, American culture, uh, there's a book called End of History by Francis Fukuyama, who's an American um, political scientist, and there's a great um, a video uh, on YouTube of, of Alexander Dugan and uh, Francis Fukuyama having a debate So you can really clearly see the difference in the ideologies between the neo-Libricans and uh, uh, Dugan's idea of Eurasianism, traditionalism. Uh, You know, uh, Russia is orthodox Christianity. So you want to return to spiritual values, uh, back to cultural, religious values. Um, The world is divided into civilizations. Mm. So this is the multipolar world that uh, Putin and jinping and other commentators talk about on the world day they don't want a unipolar they don't want this uh, world of uh, american homogenous culture of home depots and walmarts and starbucks uh, all over the world they want each culture to be itself right mm-hmm. so uh, the world really has nine civilizations There's a guy named huntington uh, you can go look he's called huntington's map and he divides the world into nine civilizations you have south america north america uh europe the middle east africa uh asia china oh china india are two civilizations and uh russia russia is is its own civilization it's not it's it's not european it's not asian it's not western it's it's russia to me that sounds like a beautiful thing yeah why can't we have have uh have our own cultures recognized and uh instead of uh turning the whole world into this corporate blob yeah. of culture.
0: I love the idea of just jumping on a plane and landing somewhere and you're in a different civilization. Yeah, like it's that's amazing. magical. It is. Yeah. It's, it's very magical. we try tried to do that at, uh, I just took my kids like to Disneyland. Disney. I, snuck, I snuck across the border <laughs> and back. It was amazing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do not declare fugitive. Uh, yeah. We, we go, uh, we go to Disneyland. They have the whole new star Wars area there. Oh yeah. And like it's, and I'm like, okay but my kids and I are walking around and it's like you're on a different planet like the buildings even that they've redesigned the trash cans the the urinals in the washroom are all it's all like different and it, it was amazing yes. and i'm like okay this is just like fake make-believe right but like that idea of when you travel to like i've been to shanghai and to a couple different right. places i'm not the world, most traveled person in the world but i've gone to some beautiful places where you go wow greece this is epic yeah like, you want that it's and it's annoying to sort of land somewhere. And then across the street is a McDonald's, you know, Oh my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I came, I, I, I just tried to escape this. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And you know, accenting and our different cultures and our, our diverse planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And accenting that. And I mean, this is all, uh, on the larger world stage, the, the, the transition, I think that our planet is undergoing, um, like the United Nations is is a is a, a prime example. It's, it's not a United Nations. It's a, uh, a controlled by the United States and the West with a Security Council who veto everything if you don't go along with it. Uh, it's highly one-sided. Uh, it's not united. The third world countries are are not having a say, uh, and that's been going on for decades since its creation. So it's you, the excuse to slide in the the one world government, basically. Well, it, I think it's their stepping stone, but the mm-hmm the the one world government they want isn't even a government it's a corporate governance they talk about governance Mm. so there's there's no elections here they'll have appointed hereditary officials of their little club their little family uh everything they say is not true it's not new it's not a new world order because actually it's just a continuation of the old world of Mm. of centuries of uh of aristocracy uh european aristocracy monarchy corporate uh elites it's all hereditary they they're in a way they're monarchists they 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 want to pass on this this, this uh model uh, to their future generations Is this how disguised disguised as you know something benevolent and they mm. use uh the west uses uh civil rights and freedoms as a front piece you know we're here for freedom and democracy um you know when they invade other countries like iraq libya somalia yemen Afghanistan. Now they're in Ukraine. It's always freedom and democracy. You guys are human rights abuses. Um, so it's a big facade of uh, what America once stood for. Right? Yeah. Yeah. See, we yeah. want to keep those values uh, that America stood for something. And Canada, um, in some ways, has been a better um, promoter of those values just because of the personality of Canadians. we we're much more tolerant, reasonable. We're you know friendly Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're known around the world. We're not uh, nearly as aggressive uh and gun happy as Americans. And mm-hmm.
0: is that backfiring on us now?
1: Like the fact that we're so easygoing
0: and we don't want to well you know, we don't want to go and protest anything because oh we don't want to rock the boat. Well, like,
1: yes and like no. Walked over basically. On the other hand, we became the leaders of the freedom movement when the truckers' convoy went across Canada. Now we have the Dutch farmers uh imitating uh what the canadian truckers did they're even hoisting the canadian flag so canada flag there There you go go. great point yeah so you know yes we're we're a little bit passive uh, but sometimes passivity can be good because too much aggression and like we don't want a violent a movement Mm. we don't really don't it's not going to work long term yeah we want to do this uh, within the legal system that we've created uh, canada is one of the best countries in the world and that's very relative way of saying it. just one of the mm. least worst could right. be another way of, you know <laughs> right. so we do have some things here that they're that good so we yeah. need to uh honor those uh support those and you know, keep those things going things that really are good about canada and reform the things that uh are not yeah they need changing like you know of course, mm. the WEF that's infiltrated the Liberal cabinet, but even Schwab, Klaus Schwab admitted that 50% of mm. the the Raging. Liberals, Yeah, he's yeah. bragging about yeah. it, hey
0: guys. Is it just Liberals or do you think he's in some of the other parties? Oh, no, too? he's
1: definitely in the other parties. Yeah, yeah there's, there's obviously uh, uh, Jagmeet made a deal with Trudeau, that didn't come out of nowhere. So obviously mm. he's, he's, um, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. bound down to the master. Let's get in the book. Okay, I'm <laughs> talk about your book. Okay.
0: You're, you'd finish your second book the last time we talked.
1: Uh, or was I'm, it the first book? I think so. So I I basically uh, written three books, uh, and uh, how to defeat the new world order. It's yeah. really one book in three parts, and I've just amalgamated. It's now on Amazon. You can get all three in one. Oh, good. So there's that, and then the it, new book if if Maria wants to talk about it. Okay,
0: Maria's going to talk about the book. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Talk a little okay. bit. Okay. All so right. it's called the fringe. Is she like your fact checker? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: it. okay. She's my
1: editor. So <laughs> that's great. And it's, I, it really, uh, the fringe, it's called the fringe minority, uh, subtitle, uh, a report from the trenches of the Canadian freedom movement. So it's basically our story about the last two plus years, two and a half years going on, uh, of, the things that happened to us the people we were involved with there's 50 pages of photographs of all the a lot of the people like you know if I, if I missed anybody i'm sorry we tried to get everybody in there uh, but we can't get thousands of people but yeah. try to get as many as we could uh who were there like uh and uh um all the experience we had i talk about the division in in vancouver it's just one of the topics the lawsuit uh um, a whole bunch of other things that, that happen to us and what we learn from it, or hopefully we learn something. And so glad these books are coming out. And I'm trying to buy them all and put them in a safe. Yeah, in case they come get you. <laughs> well, well,
0: I'm thinking in case they get uh, taken off Amazon or censored, right. or I mean, because we know that easily like the websites and blogs and all that stuff can just be deleted. Oh, yeah, jump in, Maria. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, so this, the books that uh, Rick has written will be part of Vancouver history. Yeah. You know, the history, uh, get to know what it was like in the year 2020, right? And, uh, you know, a book is something like a physical, something you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. Whereas a YouTube video or a podcast or anything could be taken down any time because they're, they're censoring, right? They, wanna, they don't want people to talk about these things. So a book is a physical a copy in your hand. You'll mm-hmm. have it. It's part of Vancouver history and, and history, you know, across Canada. So yeah. It's really important.
0: It's funny because i'll go i'll go i'll save youtube videos that i like and then you go back a week later to share it with someone like oh i want to see that and it's deleted it's gone that's when i know it was a good one cancel culture yeah <laughs> it was a good I'm one i'm like that must have been true, <laughs> must it's been true. fact check confirmed <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so this is exciting so the book is it out now it's on amazon it's uh amazon it's already available i mean i haven't even got physical copies yet but they're on their way and then they'll be available at all the events awesome yeah and, and it's, and what's the name of it again, it's called the fringe minority. The fringe minority. Thank you at uh, Justin Trudeau for yeah, contributing right. to that Right. Right. <laughs> name, uh, the, a report from the trenches of the Canadian uh, freedom movement. And yeah, it's, it's, a uh, uh, it's, it's me and Maria's story really. She had a, a heavy, uh, input into it, edited the whole thing and yeah. helped shape the direction of it because it's what happened to the, the two of us as, yeah. as partners in crime.
0: And you guys have an event coming up. In September?
2: Uh, yes, we do. Um, that's Saturday, September 10. And okay. it uh, starts at 7.30 at the Vancouver Art Gallery. And uh, we've invited uh, several guest speakers, including uh, Dr. Stephen Powell. Oh, the yeah, legend. Yeah, he's going to talk about his latest research. And uh, basically, it's it's a community, bringing the community together. And it's to bring awareness and education. And we welcome the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated because we all know friends, family, colleagues who've taken the job. Mm. and a lot of them are getting sick so we want to create a community bring awareness and help each other because as the years go on there are more and more people will get sick and they're going to come to us and we want to give them all the support we can
0: i saw a meme the other day and it was like a doctor and a patient and uh the doctor's like, what do you mean you don't want your sixth jab? What are you anti-vax? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, you can play along sure. with the game as long as you can. And maybe you just really feel like you're doing the right thing. Yes. And then suddenly you don't want jab number four or number five. And like guess what now you're back to where now you're a racist you're now you're a racist <laughs> that's right rick gotcha
2: or you're considered gotcha. unvaccinated after the third it's, booster shot that's, that's right. what
0: i mean it's like you are now suddenly bumped to the
1: right where the rest of us have been yes six million people we could vote all of us get together we can vote Trudeau to of the office yeah easy piece of cake okay. and and, yeah. and
2: let me add that in europe 35 million unvaccinated wow 35 right. million. yeah so, so there's there's quite a
0: bit significant number Okay, I'm trying to get you guys out of here because I know it's really hot in the studio, but I have one last question for you. Okay. What do you think the game plan here is? If they're trying to, to be very blunt and scary, and I don't mean to be uh, fear mongering here, if they're trying to kill off a part of the population, can I say that with, we can all sort of like, it's your show. We're all saying, <laughs>
1: whatever <do> you want.
0: <laughs> I won't if censor the, you. <laughs> if there is a depopulation agenda, for example, cancers and all sorts of different things are going to spike as immune systems are dropped and new different variants come out and you can't defend yourself against them with your immune system and there's a lot of stats that show that that's true but anyways what happens the, the group left over the 35 million in europe the six million in canada the millions in other places around the world who haven't gotten any these are the intelligent people these are the critical thinkers right. these are the awake people so what's the game plan here from you know the nwo uh, perspective here you're left with the toughest bravest most awake people who know what you're doing then what
1: well i think you've uh, hit on the reason why our movement is gonna win is because their plan is just completely mad it's flawed oh totally flawed The more you look at it and think about it and long-term consequences they're just creating the their own worst nightmare which is our movement they're unifying all of the separate groups not just in canada but all over the world all these uh uh, different dissidents uh, uh uh people that are not happy with globalism they're just uniting us all together and turning us into this massive unstoppable army Use the Guidestones as an example. There you go. <laughs> you
0: know, we've got to get down to 500 million of the most awake, yes. stubborn, awake, Fort smart people, people
1: who were, are against you. Right. And you just eliminated uh, all the people that are vaccinated mostly are in favor of globalism. You yeah. Know, I'm sorry to say, but uh, that's what's happened. Yeah. They're the ones that have uh, drank the Kool-Aid and uh, have uh, been listening to mainstream media and are in favor of the establishment. Yeah. You know they're in favor of the war in ukraine they're in favor of nato they're in favor of all these interventions for 20 years in third world more than 20 years in third world countries unknowingly running to their own jail cell running to their own jail cell they've yeah. been supporting it so well there you go it's bizarre
2: and, and basically they're scared they're scared of us because there's many of us there's only a few of them yeah they've done so many bad things they're scared of us so the only way to Get control is to inject and control and surveil and uh and because the, the goal is to vaccinate 95 percent, they don't want a control group mm, but that's right. that didn't happen
0: right there's right. a
2: control group now so that was the goal to vaccinate everybody
0: interesting for the control group thing and now we're seeing a some of the stats going group. whoa right. two three yeah. jabs and you're getting sick yeah much more often right so yeah the, the plan
2: the, didn't come
1: the the unipolar world is going down this is the end the tail end of the western american empire wow the, the new world order is tanking and we're just watching it free fall and as they go down of course they're going to get more and more Uh, desperate more vicious and heavy-handed and heavy-handed and more totalitarian yeah so really it's the sign of the the more nasty they get the more we know we're winning so Ah, sorry it has to look that way But Mm -hmm. when trudeau uh, attacked the truckers uh, in ottawa and 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 hired these thugs uh it showed we were winning Mm. yeah he had to play his hand and it revealed uh, who he really is that on the on the surface he's this uh gender, gender bender, uh, happy, you know, guy, you know what I mean? He's got this image, uh, wears cool socks and has nice <laughs> hair and all this stuff. But but the real Trudeau is actually yeah. a, a nasty, ruthless um, yeah. mo- mofo. He really is.
2: And if we all wake up and say <laughs> no, we will win.
0: I love it. Well, listen, hopefully see at your event. Get the book. We'll link it in the description of the episode. Thank you. Thanks for coming in, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you have a question or comment about this episode, leave it inside the app. Go to the App Store, Kid Carson, or contact me through kidcarson.com.